What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hey there, gals. So we are interrupting the beginning of today's episode to talk to you guys a little bit about everything that's going on in the world. We decided not to upload this episode last week and to take the week off to reflect on everything that's been going on in the world in regards to the Black Lives Matter movement, George Floyd's murder, everything that's been going on with the protests. We really wanted to take the time to have conversations with our families, have conversations with our each other, our friends, educate everybody, which we've all been talking about on our Instagram and we are acknowledging everything that's going on. It's a weird time. You may not want to listen to a comedy podcast about dating. It's really weird, but you may need a little break. Who knows? But we wanted to let you guys know where we stand. We do support the Black Lives Matter movement. We do think that the murder of George Floyd was uncalled for and we definitely want to educate ourselves more on things like white privilege and fragility and everything like that we would love to have a black woman come on the show be a guest we have a deep conversation like that Um, we have said many times before that we are the gals guide we have promised to guide you through friendships relationships and we think that this is an important thing since we do have a primarily white audience that we should guide you guys through so that is our promise to you we have loved having epiphany on as our first guest and we want to continue that with other guests and we think why not have a strong influential black woman come on the episode talk to us talk to you guys have these deep uncomfortable conversations that need to be had we are also going to leave a link to different petitions and places you can donate in the show notes for you guys a bunch of other resources i know that there are a ton out there right now and there's just so much information going around that we kind of want to you know do as much as we can to steer you guys in the right direction Mm -hmm. yeah for sure so keep you know Looking at our Instagrams, we're going to definitely keep um, amplifying Black voices. Um, We've been doing that a lot while we've taken this week to reflect. And we hope to have, you know, a person of color on our show. Um, I'm really, really interested in just learning. I have taken this week to really just kind of soak it all in and kind of mute myself so that I can help to amplify some of these voices and some people that I really care about. So we know that this is just a weird time for everybody. So we hope that we can continue to amplify those voices here on the show, bring in some diversity into our show and just really support each other and lift each other up. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, this is a show that is hosted by two white women. Exactly. So (laughs) There's only so much we can say, and right. we don't want to speak for the entire black community. We would love to amplify their voices even more. And that's all. We really just want to address that at the beginning of this episode because we did re- pre-record this particular episode in advance before all this happened, so it wasn't addressed. That was also another reason why we didn't upload last week because mm-hmm. it just didn't feel like a right time to yeah. talk about this. And we really hope that you guys can understand still support, still listen if you want to. We love you guys and we will always be here for you. This will always be a safe place for everybody. And we hear you. Mm -hmm. We are with you. We are listening and we support you. Absolutely. And now enjoy the episode.
Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back for another episode of The Gals Guide. Welcome, welcome. I'm Emily, your redheaded co-host. And I'm Hannah, the brunette half of the pod. We realize that we have not introduced ourselves to our new subscribers since literally the very first episode. Um, so we thought we could do like a, a reintroduction yeah. so you know who the fuck is talking to you. <laughs> because I understand like our, you probably have no idea unless you've listened to the very first episode. Who's who? So um, I'm the one with the annoying voice. Hannah's the one with the very like soothing. I'm a yoga teacher. Like as then a spiritual <laughs> I always tell Hannah though she should teach yoga or something because she I'd do have has to, a more relaxed. I'd voice. have to do yoga first. <laughs> I have to like work out first. <laughs> okay, I work out. I'm just not. Fle- I used to be flexible when I did gymnastics like way back in the day. But when I tried to do. I tried to show my boyfriend how to do downward dog the other day. <laughs> oh. It's a really bad, a bad time. I am not flexible at all. So you wait, downward dogs literally just bending <laughs> over. <laughs> oh my god! Listen, I can lift weights and do a bunch of burpees and do a bunch of squats, but when it comes to downward dog, I struggle to get my heels on the ground. Bitch, <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Anyways, I am embarrassed. My boyfriend and I want to do yoga, so whenever that happens, I'll let you guys know how it goes. Okay. <laughs> Maybe, like, I've done yoga with Adrian before on YouTube, and I know that she's really amazing, so go always try her out. But I always say, like, you have a great, like, I, I know when you have children, like, listening to you tell bedtime stories will be really nice. Meanwhile, like, I'm going to be over here with my, like, my glass of wine telling my kids, like... Old stories from like my college days. I was like, gonna say you're not even gonna pick up a kid book. You're just gonna like throw it together real I'm just quick. Gonna, like do a whole state of comedy act in my like kids. My daughter's gonna be like, "Mommy, I want to hear a story." I'll be like, "All right." So there's this one time I went to this party. Right <laughs> there was like a skateboard. This dude was doing cocaine in the background. Like, She's gonna be scarred. She just needs to come over. She's gonna come over to my house. It's gonna be fine, and I'll take care of her. She's gonna see your kids. Like she's gonna see your kid like in class and be like, "Oh, my mommy told me this great story." My kid's gonna be the one that runs home. Mommy, mommy, you'll never guess what she told me. I did see this TikTok though. I saw this TikTok. I sent it to Hannah. And I it's was like, so this true. Your, this is your child with me. It was like a kid going up to like her uh, mom's best friend and be like, hey, hey, I need you to buy me a plan B. <laughs> I was like, it's going to literally be your your child with me. <laughs> like, yeah, no, probably. <laughs> Hopefully not. My God. <laughs> Hopefully not, but you know, most likely they're gonna probably come to me for all this stuff. They're gonna come to me and ask ask me to buy them alcohol. It's fine. I won't. I'll be responsible. But come on now. (laughs) We all know what's gonna happen. Probably. And then I'm just going to send my kids to you with all their speech impediments. So it's all great. Or when they're like throwing tantrums, be like, go next door. Go to just Hannah. Go next door. Just go go bother, next door. Go bother Aunt Hannah, please. Get out of my house. 
<laughs> this is why I work with kids, though. I swear my voice, like, is very soothing, and that's why kids, like, connect so easily, but... It is. Anytime we we read reviews on this podcast and someone compliments our voices, I'm like, well, they're definitely talking about Hannah. They are not talking about me whatsoever. I know that. <laughs> like, I get so annoyed by the sound of my voice. I don't know how you edit this podcast. <laughs> Editing this podcast is like a side gig. <laughs> it's like a job. Honestly, writing these episodes I know, is like a job. I know. We, we have like three jobs. The podcast it's, is it's one. Fine. Your writing is the other. The editing is the other. And then our real jobs. And then the thing I actually get paid for. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that takes up the other 900% of my life. It's fine. It's fine. It's cool. It's, that's, that's, that's what happens when you're an entrepreneur. <laughs> oh my gosh can you tell Y'all, it's like 10 a 10 a.m wow. 10 o'clock at night 10 a.m i i've been up i don't even know what's happening it's 10 o'clock at night we, we were never before record we, this before late. we got on we were literally talking about i was talking about my quarantine dream which is to play <laughs> she's like i'll never be able to play madison square garden i'm like i'm sure right now you sure could right now no i could just like play, play play a concert for me myself and i and i could then say that i've played madison square garden so yeah hit me up. like should i do it let's take yeah. a poll should <laughs> i should i <laughs> be the only person to ever play a non-sold out show like zero like tickets zero tickets no tickets zero i could get zero in the, tickets sold the book of world records honestly i think you could get it i think yeah. you get it and then you could officially say that you've played madison square garden that's what i'm saying like they don't Boom. need to know the details Boom. it could be some really cool like videography going on from a distance no we'll just set up the cameras ahead of time and then i'll just be outside oh, in a van controlling them so there really is nobody inside except for you and your guitar how free we'll honestly, get one on the floor we'll get one on the floor we'll get one in the mezzanine i'll like just like ear walk around pretend i'm like you know singing to the crowds <laughs> it'll be lit i'm really excited well, i just said it'd be funny like imagine like ariana grande or like taylor swift in concert like the full fledged like concert all the spectacles everything and then like no one in the seats you get that <laughs> one dude in the corner with like the lighters like woo <laughs> with like a shield over his face woo. yep got it woo. Go, go, Ari. Yeah. <laughs> and like him trying to request a song from the back. Hey, Sweetener. Hey, Sweetener. The way. The way. The way. <laughs> so funny. But your quarantine dream is TikTok fame. So let us, let us have it. So like I have been trying different things in order to achieve this. Right. And I've came across various different methods and like I've already gone viral once. I've gone viral a couple times. The I was most gonna say viral, it's definitely more than once. Yeah. Well, the most viral one I've got is the 2.5 million view one, which is um, honestly we've talked about it before. It's the Christina Applegate one. Like it's not just me. And then y'all, I am. I want to formally apologize to everyone on TikTok for mispronouncing Hosier his <laughs> name wrong. Bless. I said hosier. Okay, one, I'm sobbing. I think I, am I say so- hosier. Hosier? Hosier. Hosier. It's supposed to be like cozier, but hosier. Ho- that doesn't sound right. I think I've always said hosier. Hosier? I don't know. Hosier. Hosier. 
Hosier. Hosier. Hmm. Anyways, he makes fuck. good. He makes good music. He doesn't care. But I swear to God, one more person comments on that video. Every time someone says you said his name wrong, I delete the comment. Well, I'm just like, like, I get it. It's like I get it. How many times do you think I need to be told that? Also, like. I guarantee you those people don't say things the same way we say them, so. Also, like, Hosier has said in a video that he doesn't give a shit how people say his name. (laughs) I mean, it's literally H-O-Z-I-E-R. Nobody knows how to say it. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, I'm sorry, Hosier? I'm like, shut the fuck up. You're not cool. You're not funny. Ooh, you're so original. Did you come with that? Did you come up with that? (laughs) Did you come up with that yourself? I I love that one. (laughs) That was creative. Did you come up with that? That was creative. Did you come up with that? Suck my dick. That's what I got to say. That's what I had to say to everybody. And I will delete all their comments still. Yeah. But my most recent venture, I sent out a survey. <laughs> I sent out an actual Google survey. Like, I went in on Google Forms, made a survey, and sent it out to six men that I have had a crush on and or dated. She did, she did it, and she got replies. I got three replies. So okay, six, that's 50%. Three out of six. Okay. Three okay. out of six. The ones who replied, though, are the real MVPs. I also knew they would reply because they know my sense of humor. One of them was the actor, and I'm very upset for the podcast community and my TikTok community that the actor did not reply. I was yeah. really wanting his input. I was really wanting his input, but I did not get it. And I'm terrified to double text. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not this time. Because I also sent it to his best friend. I said, I said, he probably got mad that you sent it to his best friend, too. I clarified when I sent it to his best friend. I clarified saying, hey, this was our recent crush. This is back when I first started going to school with you and I first met you. So 2018. And then I got to know him and I didn't have a crush on him anymore. And I was just like. He said he loved it. He thought it was hilarious, but he still didn't fill it out. So three guys filled it out. One was this British guy that I've had an on and off thing with um, for a while. He's the one from the, um, if you remember my famous Bachelorette story, uh, he is the one from that story. He filled it out. And then um, my high school crush, the guy I had like a huge crush on, like literally all four years of high school, he replied to it. And then this one guy who... I'm going to post this one soon. I have not posted it. He was a guy that went to grad school with me. Like we have never had a, a single in-person conversation, <laughs> but Epiphany who's been on the show wanted me to date him because she was like, he's like so nice. Like he's actually like, a nice guy. He'd be great, but he lives in LA now. And, um, I was just like, why not? I'll send it to him. He thought I was spamming him. That was another thing, too. They all thought I was spamming them because I said I DM'd them on Instagram and said texting them because I didn't have everybody's. I had that dude's number. Yeah. But, but like, I sent to the college boy. The college boy literally thought I was spam. He was like, please tell me what your old apartment complex used to be named so I know this is not spam. And I told him, but he still didn't reply. And I was like, I'm offended. And Because he's the one person I wanted to know because I have never known. In the question I asked, did you know that I liked you? Did you like me back? And then I go into like this, like rate my like looks, rate my personality, all this other stuff. And... He, I never had gotten like, I like you. I never like officially knew if he ever had a crush on me. So I'm like, this is it. This is like, this I, is it. This I is- can know if he actually had a crush on me. And he didn't fill it out. <laughs> I'm so upset. He left you on red. <laughs> I'm so upset. We had a whole episode about texting your exes, Emily. He left you I on know. red. I know. <laughs> 
I also sent it to the rebound, the guy I rebound with from the doctor. He just completely seen. That's I'm just left on scene. Ooh. I was like, he's an asshole. So like, fuck him. Yeah, I don't we, give a shit. We don't like him. Literally cannot say anything bad about me because he was like, tried so hard to get me and pursued me very hard and then ghosted me. So like, he can say that I'm ugly or whatever. Um, You weren't saying that when you were making out with my face. That's all I'll say. That's the clean version of what I'll say. I'll just give it. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> the PG version. <laughs> there was one other guy I wanted to send it to, but I'm terrified to send it to him because he's like. 33 and i don't have thinking that i'm immature <laughs> for doing this fair because like i can see how people would think that i, I fully understand that fully seen saw understood but also like for the tiktok <laughs> he's gonna be like what the fuck is tiktok i'm sorry you're so, i'm sorry you're on that app Ooh. <laughs> oof Oof. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> so I just didn't I didn't send it I did not send it to him. And I sent it to one other guy who was in my class that I thought was attractive. And he hearted it. Aww. And then <laughs> that was it. I was like, okay, cool. Okay, cool. 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 So I'm not holding out for the actor to reply. Um but if you're listening or your his best friend is listening, because I know they listen sometimes, <laughs> apparently. Fill it out. Um, please fill it out. <laughs> please fill it out. I will not. You can write the actor. You can write the actor's best friend. I don't give a shit because I will not expose your name. That's another thing, too. I don't expose any of their names. Yeah. I just literally yeah. put like their first initial because I'm not going to. I know who follows me. <laughs> like, I'm not going to expose some of them. So, yeah. The one guy that I was friends with that Epiphany tried to set me up with, he, he put Brad Pitt. That's his name. <laughs> I like it. Really, I like it. He was it. really worried. And I was like, I'm not going to expose, like, who said this, so you don't have to worry about it. But we shall see. And I was just like, you know what? I talk about so many different characters on this show. And I was like, I need to do it for the pod. Not only for the TikTok, but for the pod. I need to do Everything it. Everything is for the podcast. Everything is for the pod. So, speaking of the many men... <laughs> On this podcast, we all are aware of the exciting adventure I am currently having, which is me trying to stay friends with an ex. It's it's been fun. I mean, I sit in this survey. I don't really know <laughs> that's being achieved. We haven't established clear boundaries, honestly. Um, <laughs> we don't know what's happening. I, I just think of Amy Schumer when she said, I took my mom to a soccer game once, you know, so I could show her what boundaries looked like. <laughs> It's just what I, I think. love her. <laughs> That's just what I think about when I think of boundaries. Like, someone needs to take me to a football game, so I clearly know what penalties and boundaries look like. Truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't watch sports. <laughs> I think that there is an age-old question that surrounds very heterosexual cisgender male females, and that is friendship. It's a very cultural investigation that we are launching today in this episode, which is can men and women really be friends? So have you ever hit on a friend? It's pretty weird, right? On the podcast, we've talked a lot about dating your friends or becoming friends with people you've dated, but we've never actually talked about pure platonic friendships between men and women. So most of us, at least me, <laughs> not me again, I've never seen any film ever. I just don't watch movies. It's fine. I have most no us- life. <laughs> 
Most of us have seen the classic rom-com When Harry Met Sally. If you haven't, please go watch it on Netflix. It's like one of my favorite films. It's in my top 10. But whether or not you remember it for Meg Ryan's fantastic perm or the famed orgasm scene, there is one recurring theme in the beloved Nora Ephron film which begs the question, can heterosexual men and women really be just friends? So there's a quote I actually am stealing from Vice where they talk about the film and they talk about this subject that I thought was really great. I wanted to read it for you guys. Harry and Sally's eventual coupling validates the idea that male-female heterosexual friendship will always be colored with some cast of romantic or sexual desire, however you deny it. But when Harry Met Sally was intended to have a more complicated, truthful ending, screenwriter Nora Ephron meant for Harry and Sally to remain friends but not lovers gradually drifting apart until they run into each other on the streets years later. The script was amended to provide the romantic revolution a box office audience needed, and the generation was conditioned to believe that platonic male-female friendship is a lie. And I wanted to include that because I know in the past we have talked about whether or not rom-coms affect how you view love, and we did that with He's Just Not Into You. And I think this film is a great comparison for that as well, too, because this happened, like, I believe in the 80s, 80s, I think. And this is one film that I feel like a lot of people, especially in the industry, refer back to, like, platonic friendship. It's like, oh, it's like when Harry met Sally. Because that's the, that, it's, um, Billy Crystal's characters mentions it at the very start of the film that they cannot be friends because there's always going to be that underlying sexual tension always on, always on the table. And I know for me, it's something that I've always experienced with male-female friendships. Most of the guys that I'm friends with, I've, one of us has either fallen for each other or, you know, they fall in for me and then it kind of ruins everything. So that's one reason why we're talking about today and wanting to see if it's actually possible, if you can make it possible, if there's a way to go about doing it and what it says when you have female friends as a man, if you have male friends as a woman, what all that kind of says about it. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. But I really wanted to start off with our opinions. So as far as men and women being friends, I think at the beginning of the friendship or meeting each other then maybe but i think Mm -hmm. at some point in that relationship one person's gonna fall i think eventually somebody's gonna have feelings for another they might be reciprocated they might not they might be reciprocated at different times timing timing always i feel like especially with these kind of relationships i feel like timing always comes into play like i'm thinking of one person in particular that i experienced this with we you know, we hit it off as friends, but I knew he liked me. Like the minute we yeah. met each other, like he waited until the very end of freshman year to talk to me in class. And I knew he liked me, but I wasn't vibing with it because I had like, I don't know, I was dating the guy I'm dating now. It was just a big old mess. But so he had feelings for me. And then like randomly, I would have feelings for him. This dude was not only just fr- friends with you. He was obsessed with you. People in my school, like, would call me Miss and then his last name. He became friends with me just to get closer to you. Like, it was ridiculous. Yeah, and, like, all throughout high school, like, we were were not really – we were friends, but we always, like, flirted with with each Mm -hmm. other. Mm -hmm. And um, I would say it wasn't until we both graduated from college that we both sort of – eventually accepted the outcome that we were never going to like 
pursue anything from it. And I think that is when you can decide, okay, like nothing's going to come of this. Like, I don't have feelings for him anymore. I know he doesn't have feelings for me anymore. And so we have accepted that outcome and have decided to be friends. Now, like I said in an earlier podcast, like we don't talk all the time. It's very random. Um, but I would consider him one of my guy friends. And I think, I think that only happens in certain occasions. I think, I think a person can be friends with a male and not be attracted to them at all, period. Mm -hmm. But I think at some point, somebody's going to, at least their mind's going to go there. Yeah. So yeah, what's your opinion on, on it? I know with me, so like I'm always the first person that will be like, no, like it's not possible because I'm basing off a lot of my experience and a lot of guys that I've talked to. And now I mentioned like the high school crush earlier, the how like I sent him the survey and everything. We were friends like at the age of 14 and mm-hmm. like still are kind of friends to this day. We're not nearly as close because a lot of like personal drama came into it when we eventually confessed our feelings. But that was the thing. He told when he told me how he felt about me. He's like, I've always been in love with you. Yeah, like, I've. It's just when we got older, I realized how much more beautiful of a person you are, and I fell in love with your personality, not just your looks. And you got hotter on top of that. So like, right? He's yeah. Like he's like, I since we were fourteen, I've always been in love with you, and I'm always always in love with him, kind of thing. But I do remember there's this one quote. It's not a quote. This girl, this girl in college, told me at a party once. Not a quote, but like a quote from her. A quote, yeah. a quote, yeah. Shout out Mary. <laughs> like, Thanks, Mary. <laughs> Mary at Alpha Delta Pi. <laughs> like, she told me this quote that was like, male and female, like how they view relationships and friendships are completely different. Like if you're looking at it as a, like a linear line, like like line a being romantic relationships line b being friendships a girl will constantly go back and forth between the two lines like almost like a ping pong kind of thing she'll she'll be like i like him or i could be friends like she does not usually ever stick to one side she can always switch a guy once he chooses the line he stays on that path he does not go back and forth if he's always viewed you sexually he will stay on that if he's always viewed you as a friend he will stay on that there is no going back and forth yep so in my experience most of them even though they have said i only want to be friends with you have still tried to make a move on me mm-hmm. have still kissed me made a move on me done something they've even been in a relationship and have kissed me when they were drunk before. Oh. Yes. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, no, I want to clarify. I don't condone cheating. We are not called her daddy. We don't condone cheating on this podcast. But I was a victim in this situation. They were drunk and they kissed me. I did not kiss back. I want to clarify that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like if we're talking about two heterosexual, cisgender, single man and woman then i do not believe so because one will eventually fall for the other like you said at least in my experience that is how it's always been every straight man has in my opinion thought about sleeping with their female friends and and i've asked guys straight up like like if she like and i've seen videos about this too there's a whole like viral video that went on youtube it's like this guy went up to these different like friend male female friendships and oh, asking yes, like yes yes mm-hmm. they asked each other like would you have you thought about sleeping with each other the girl always said no and the guy always said yes like the, yeah the, 
Any heterosexual man who argues against this is in deep denial, and any heterosexual woman who disagrees is super naive. If you don't think your male friend has thought about sleeping with you, you were wrong. (laughs) I promise you. You have to be, like, severely unattractive (laughs) for them to not think about that. But, I mean, like, I feel like most guys that I have met, unless they are in a relationship, unless they're in a relationship, most heterosexual single men that I have met one reason they become friends with a woman is because they do find her sexually attractive. They are physically attracted to her. That is a perk of being her friend. Whether or not they choose to be that friend, that is their choice or her choice. Mm-hmm. That is one reason they, they are... I mean, most of the people that I am friends with, I believe, are very beautiful people. I don't... I'm not friends with ugly people. You're... You are naturally drawn to other people who view themselves those, a way that you view yourself, I think. Mm-hmm. And I view myself as a very attractive, happy charismatic funny person yeah and i believe every single person i'm friends with is attractive is funny is charismatic i don't hang around mean ugly people i was gonna say like (laughs) you look for confidence you look for people who have you know like pretty good self-esteem and who love themselves and that shines through their personality and their outward beauty so now i'm not i'm not taylor swift and hanging out with supermodels like every damn day why not (laughs) why not why not (laughs) We but could have been not? we could have been hanging out with Josephine if we stayed friends with Alexi Leon. I'm just saying. Honestly, like I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Please keep up your TikToks. <laughs> Listen, I'll just become famous by default. That's fine. You'll become famous through me. It's fine. We've, I've, we've already accepted that, I've already accepted that that's probably going to happen anyway. We've so. made an agreement. Whoever gets their foot in the door first has to help the other person get their foot in the door. So yep. basically, I have to help Hannah get famous. <laughs> like once I get famous, that's what's going to end up happening. You're going to have the TikTok fame. And if I could just freaking get over 2,566 or whatever it is on Instagram, I got the Instagram. It's fine. I'll just make an Academy Award winning film and Hannah will perform an original song in it. And it's fine. Just tag me in a photo. (laughs) Just take me to the red carpet. Like, just tag me in a photo and be like, follow this girl. (laughs) It's all you really got to do these days, honestly. What's Taylor Swift's best friend? Like, that's not famous. Abigail? Abigail. Are you going to be my Abigail? Sure, but hopefully I'll have a little bit more fame than her. She's just a name okay. in a song. Okay. Okay. She's just a name in a Like, Leslie and Miley? Yeah, like, what? what happened who is to Leslie? Leslie? Like, where what is Leslie? What happened to Leslie, Miley? Is she even real? That's what I'm wondering. Yes. yes, she was. There's photos of them together, but like, but like, her best friend Leslie no. says she's just being Miley. She didn't want no part of that anymore. So off track. Anyways, back to what we were talking about. I do think it's possible to stay friends, but you have to live with the idea that it will be in the back of their minds at least once. Even male friends of mine who I know who were attracted to me, once in that friendship, I thought, hmm, what would it be like to be with them? And I remember there was this one guy who, so that bitch I used to be friends with, um, the Bridezilla. Oh, yeah. She had a, her fiance, her now husband, had a best friend and we used to all hang out together. And she asked, like, he was like in love with me. Um, and she asked me, she's like, would you ever date him? And like, personality wise, like we got along super great. Like we would stay up late talking 
endless like we got re- we he was like you i've never connected with anybody else like this unless i dated them so like we got super deep and i knew that he was catching feelings for me like we would go on like friendship dates like we'd go see the movies together because let's face it hannah hates going to the movies with me and so i <laughs> would go with him because he was my only other single friend and so it was always nice and then and naturally he evolved feelings for me and I never reciprocated the feelings. And she asked me, she was like, could you ever, like, could you ever see yourself dating him? And I tried. And I tried. I sat there in the back of my head. I was like, I tried to imagine myself kissing him and I wanted to throw up. Um, yeah, that's when you know. And it's just like, it's just like personality wise, but physically I was never attracted to him. And it's not that there's anything wrong with him. I just was just like, I'm, there's physically, like, there's just nothing there. And I think for men, they can get over that. I think yeah. you'd be physically attracted to them. But, like, I don't know. I feel like men have just probably a higher sex drive that they work off of. And that's, and like, more, I guess, so, like, a higher level of testosterone. Yeah. That, and that's what drives it more than for women. Like, I mean, they've said before, like, for women to feel intimate, like, they have to be able to connect with you, like, on that vulnerable level and, you know, feel safe with you, whereas men don't need that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's really interesting. Like with that guy, it was, you know, there was always that kind of like, but he's this. So I think even if you're not attracted to your friends, you'll ultimately think, oh, I can never be with them because they're messy like he was. But the question of being with him or her is still there, even if you deny it. It's something you've mulled over. It's something you've acknowledged that is indeed a possibility, which is why I think that question of can you be platonic friends it's possible, but you have to acknowledge that you've probably thought about it. You can't deny that you haven't thought about it. Yeah, like I said, I feel like it's a like it's like a a choice you have to make to like yeah. stay on that friendship. Yeah, it's almost yeah. like a re- it's almost like a relationship, but friendship version. Like you still yeah. have to work at friendships. So it's I mean, like, yeah, you still trust me. Me and Hannah have to work at a friendship. <laughs> <laughs> we have to work on our friendship every day. Just kidding. <laughs> every damn day, I have every to talk day to this bitch. I wake up and I'm like, oh my god, here we go. <laughs> This bitch is texting me like 5,000 things. She sent me 50 TikToks. Damn Here's it. Thing. It's like 5 a.m. And I respond to the, the text from Emily's like 2 a.m. <laughs> 3 a.m. That is literally our friendship. <laughs> There's two hours in between the texts. Me going to bed, her waking up. But we did ask you guys on Instagram, do you think men and women can platonically just be friends? And out of everybody, like... Everybody replied to this. Only like three of you guys said, no, you can't. Most everybody said, yes, you can be friends. I Which think like interesting. I, it's interesting. And a lot of guys said yes. Which goes against everything that I've just said. <laughs> but I I I am now I am I do have guy friends that were that's never anything's nothing's ever happened, but they're all in relationships. I was or gonna say gay. too, I feel like guys probably are more inclined to answer yes because it's not their choice. Like they might be into a girl and they quickly realize that she's never going to be into them. So they're just like, yep, we're we're just friends. Like it is what it is. We're friends. And so maybe that's why they're more inclined to be like, yeah, I think we can be friends because I'm doing it right now with 17 girls that I think are attractive. (laughs) I think it'd be really interesting for me to ask like all my male classmates because I was the only female in that class. I think it'd be really interesting for me to, Matt, me to ask all them. One was gay, so I know not him. One had actively hit on me. Another one out of eight of us. So one was gay, one hit on me, one I was in love with. Um, one I 
slapped across the face. Um, so that was like, hell no. He's going to say no. Out of the four that were left, one was in a relationship, one was married, one was in an on and off relationship, another one was single. And I tell you right now, I don't think that single one's ever thought about me in that sexual way. And if he has, I want to throw up a little bit. I think I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, you do. You do. But like, he was too much of a dad. But like, I came off probably so annoying to him that he's like, no, fuck no. I'm never, ever thinking about her in that way ever again. That's the thing. If you don't want a guy to be attracted to you, just come off as super annoying and like a bro. And they will never think about you in that way. They're like, nah, man. Nah, man. I cannot. No, no. I'm just friends with her because I'm forced to be friends with her. because of this dynamic like we work together or we're in class together anything like that and that way it kind of worked out but I remember like the one who hit on me first like we're still friends and everything but I tell you right now if I went up to him I was like hey do you want to like get out of here he'd be like yeah sure let's go let's go (laughs) he would not hesitate he listens to this podcast he knows exactly who it is and I'm calling him out, Mr. Texas. <laughs> like, I'm thinking about like any other situation where it's been in where I have forced a guy into the friend zone, which I hate yeah. saying because it's not a force. Like, I'm sorry, I'm just not attracted to you in that way. I do want to mention a quote from Dana Dorfman. She was a psychotherapist and a co-host of the podcast Two Moms on the Couch. She has noted that the things are definitely a little bit different for people of the LGBTQ community, which is why we're very much privacy heterosexual, cisgender, male-female relationships, because that's what we know from experience. We can only speak from experience. Mm-hmm. I cannot speak on behalf of the LGBT community. But ultimately, if you're friends with someone of the sex you're attracted to, sometimes even the ones you're not, you'll at least ruminate about hooking up with them. And it's inevitable. And I'm sure probably for the LGBT community, it's the same as that way. Like, I have friends who... Shoot, we have a best friend who was bi. <laughs> it's like, oh, like she's like in love with so many of my straight friends, and she's just like. And we, I was talking to her about this other night because she's in, she is in love with one of her uh, guy friends, and she so desperately like wants to know if he likes her back. And I told her I was like straight up. If a guy wanted to, he would. That's the thing. If you want to know if your guy friend's into you, if he's hit on you at least once, he's like he, one. You have to acknowledge that he has thought about you in that way. But two, like, I don't, I think guys would risk it all. Like, I don't care if they are worried. They don't want to, they don't, they don't care if they don't think about ruining the friendship like girls do. I think so many girls are always like, I don't want to ruin the friendship. Speaking from experience, they don't give a fuck because. And also the friendship is better in a relationship. Yeah. With, with said person you're interested in. Because so. <laughs> they probably think also, well, if she's only friends with me, there's Madison down the street that I can go be friends with. Like, I don't think guys really ruminate and care so much about, I don't care how long the friendship has been. Speaking from experience, this guy was in love with me since I was 14 years old, where I'm 27 now, going on 27. And when we were 24, no, no, 21, I'm old doesn't feel like that long ago i was like 20 2021 and he like confessed his feelings for me and he still has actively tried to pursue me even when i was dating the doctor he texted me happy birthday slid into my dms and was trying to talk to me homeboy had a girlfriend and was still trying to get with me i'm like boy 
You are dating somebody. Calm down, man. Please leave me alone. Anytime he saw that I was single, it didn't matter if he was single or in a relationship, he still tried to hit me up. And I'm just like, you do not care. And that's the thing, too. There were no boundaries in that friendship. And yeah. I think for men and women to be friends, there has to be implemented boundaries established that, like, you can't cross that lines. The most challenging exception is when one party is having trouble viewing the relationship as just a friendship, and the other has his or her romantic sights set on other shores. Any sudden moves could create an awkward sense of discomfort if your friend is taken off guard, even if they might be into considering a romantic relationship between the two of you. Some beautiful relationships can come from friendships, and we have talked heavily about this in previous episodes, but how can you maintain the platonic feelings between each other if you have no interest in the other? So I think personally for me, like when the college boy confessed his feelings, like not confessed his feelings, when I confessed my feelings for for him and we kissed and everything, there were no boundaries established. And I kept thinking, oh, he'll eventually fall in love with me. It's fine. It's cool. So we made out multiple times. And, like, that's not a thing you should do. You shouldn't kiss your friends unless you, like, plan on dating them. Yep. (laughs) I'm sorry. Like, he could say all he's want. Like, we're just friends. I'm like, I don't kiss my friends. That's just me, though. I don't know if I'm weird. Um, (laughs) I don't know about you, Hannah. Do you kiss your friends? Nope. (laughs) No, I don't get that ideology, but like, that's a thing. And so like, there are many moments like we would get like very intimate, like I would be sick. He would bring me food and we'd be like laying in my bed together and like cuddling. I'm like, friends shouldn't do this, (laughs) especially when you know the other person's in love with you. Yeah. That's the thing too. You had to be, I feel like I know, especially for you. And the guy that was in love with you, like, when you... Yeah, I definitely, I definitely toyed with his emotions a little bit. A lot of bit. A little bit? (laughs) A little bit? I think part of me... You loved being the player. You can't deny it. You loved being a player. Part of me loved being in control. And part of me loved the... Well, all of me loved the attention. The attention. And part part of me liked him, but I didn't want to admit it. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I think when you know that somebody is, like, has feelings for you, you should not do what we do. <laughs> like, we always say, do, do as, as we say, say not, not as, as we, we do. do. And, like, just respect their feelings. Back off. Give them space. Give them time to get over you. Don't, like, immediately hang out with them the next day. Um, just my two cents, because that's what happened to me. And then, like, don't cuddle with them in bed and comb your fingers through their hair and you know tell them that you make them nervous <laughs> they make you nervous yep that's always that's always the that's always the telltale sign when you make them and nervous then, like, you know like i'll never forget so story time we were this is the peak of us trying to be friends we'd already made out multiple times this is me and the college boy we'd already made out multiple times and things got very heated, but I always backed off because I was like, no, like, no, we, we can't do this. We can't, we can't cross that line. Like, I'll never be able to recover. <laughs> and there was one time we made a bet and it was on the UNC versus Duke championship basketball game. And I was like, if UNC wins, because fuck yeah, Tar Heels, 
if UNC wins, you had to clean my apartment for an entire month. I meant, like, the common area. He wasn't going to my bedroom cleaning the bathroom or that. Just the common area. Yeah. Um, because I do not trust that man to, like, clean a shower. <laughs> but, and if I lost, if Duke won, fuck Duke also, um, uh, he had to, I had to do his laundry for a month, which was disgusting to me. And inevitably, I lost. Um, it was not a really good year for Chapel Hill. Um, I picked a really bad time. My dad was like, you fucked up on that one. <laughs> and I went over one night to do his laundry and I was going to do it bad on purpose so I never had to do it again. I got like I watched his corduroy pants, which what fucking guy do you know that wears corduroy pants? Let's just put that out there. None. What straight man do you know that has corduroy pants? Okay. None. <laughs> and I watched them wrong. They started pilling or whatever and I was just like, fuck yeah, I don't know how to do it. And I went to go do his towels and his sheets and everything. And it's like 1 a.m. We've been hanging out, talking, all that kind of stuff. He, we made dinner. It's like 1 a.m. at this point, And I'm like, I'm going to just take a nap really quick. I like, I'm in his, like laying on his bed. He's like, listen to Drake. This is back when Take Care just came out. Ooh. I'm setting the scene for you. Oh, He's yes. playing Over My Dead Body, Ooh. which every time I hear Over My Dead Body, I think of this moment. I just want to preface that. I think of the college boy. I'm laying there in, this, in his bed and I shut my eyes. And I hear the timer on the washer go off. And I'm just like, I'm just going to keep, I'm fully awake. My eyes are closed. I'm just like, I'm just going to lay here and just see if like he wakes me up to go do it or if he's going to eventually do it. Not thinking anything else would happen. I just wanted to see if he would wake me up. Because here's the thing. If I was friends with somebody, I'd wake them up. That's oh, yeah. just me. I'd be like, hey, get hey, the laundry go and go. Go home. Yeah. <laughs> It feels like 20 minutes go by and he has not gotten me up. And I'm just like, and then I eventually hear him get up and I'm like, okay, he's finally going to do it. No, he comes back with a blanket, puts the blanket on top of me and then like pats my head (laughs) and then turns the light off and we go to sleep. And I'm like, oh, fuck, (laughs) I can't move now. He's going to know that I've been faking. I have class tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. My phone is dead. Hope to God I wake up for bio. Um, <laughs> luckily, I did. My body my body just naturally woke up. My roommate's probably texting me being like, where the fuck are you? Like, Because I always would text my roommate. Like, She's probably like, where's Emily? She's dead. It's fine. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm sorry. If you were just friends with a person... If you're just friends with the person, you don't do that. No. You yeah. don't tuck them. I'm sorry. If it was me, I would be like, hey, wake up. Go home. Like, go don't home, sleep in my bed. Like, I need to shower and go to bed. And like- There's only one time that I have let a platonic guy friend sleep in my bed. And that was when I thought I was going to get my, like, I thought someone was going to break into my apartment because I just felt really unsafe that day because like. This is also why I hate catcalling, story time. Um, like, two men had, like, catcalled on me that day and, like, followed me back to my apartment complex. And I just felt, like, super, super unsafe in my apartment. I also found, like, two cockroaches in my apartment that night. So, like, I was not happy whatsoever. It was a you really bad day. You were not having day. it. <laughs> no. And so, like, there was this one guy friend I had who 
I knew was in love with me and I knew would spend the night with me, make sure I stayed safe. And he slept in the same bed with me. He left at like 6 a.m. But like he was nice and came over. And like, did I use the fact that he was in love with me to my advantage? Yes. But I also knew that he was my guy friend. It would keep me safe if like two guys try to break into my apartment and rape me. I'm just saying. <laughs> so like I've been on both sides of this. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, that uh, with the college boy, that's a clear example of like boundaries being exploited. Because you can't say that you're just friends with me and then do things like that. I mean, I wrote a whole fucking, my senior thesis was on this entire relationship I had with this dude because I was so confused by the mixed signals that I was getting from him. And yeah. now I know that, like, it was a whole thing where he was just using me and, like, just exploiting my feelings to his advantage. But it's also confusing because, like, he would do sweet things like that. So I don't, I still to this day do not know how this man ever felt about me, which is why I sent him my TikTok survey. He really needs to fill it out. (laughs) I really need to know. Now there is one famed thing I always think about when it comes to male-female friendships. And it's something we've already kind of hit on, which is the dreaded quote-unquote friend zone. Yes. Which. We've all been there. (laughs) It's you so can't stupid. You, you can't even deny that you haven't been there because you've been there. And that's another thing. Girls can get in the friend zone. I'm a living proof. Yep, we both are. <laughs> we both are. You with your little boy college thing. thing yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have a nickname. <laughs> like, I don't I don't even I don't even he care. Doesn't, he doesn't deserve he doesn't one. Deserve he doesn't deserve one. Nickname. No, no, he's irrelevant. He is irrelevant to your movie. That's all it is. He was very he replaceable. Was like, he was like a very low character. He was a guest star. That's honestly. what it is. I was like, he was a guest star. He wasn't even a supporting character. It's fine. But here's the thing. You can view the friend zone as a bad thing or you can be mature and view it as having boundaries because you respect each other too much to let your feelings and fucked up trauma ruin this great connection you have. The friend zone happens when two people are friends and one person wants more while the other doesn't. This can naturally lead to disappointment or frustration on both sides and the mismatch of feelings often occurs for people of all genders and sexual orientations like we just said. I definitely feel like men think that they have to get out of it like there's a way that they can get out of the friend zone Mm -hmm. but i think girls are better at accepting this is all we'll ever be yeah because women know the definition of no (laughs) touche i just had to say that and that's the thing you don't I, i never really hear about women try to break out of the friend zone yeah. They just kind of accept it. Whereas men, they're like, oh, no, like, I got to get out of the friend zone. Like, she's got, like, what is so wrong with just, I would rather, this is the thing. And this is why I I have abandonment issues, I think. And why I try to stay friends with some of my exes if I can, like, this with the actor. I would rather be friends with you and see you happy than not have you in my life at all and be sad without you. Yeah. And I think like kind of bouncing off what you said earlier, like accepting the friend zone is just accepting that like that person's not your person. And like, there's a person out there who is your person. Um, and like, I feel like in the moment that's obviously very, very hard to hear because you probably thought that person was your person, but, Oh yeah, definitely. But being, and I think women are better about accepting that and like thinking that thinking in those terms, whether that takes, you know, a month or a couple years to get to that place but like being able to say well he's just not my person or she's just not my person or they're just not my person you know 
Yeah. Trust me, there's a way I could tell you how to manipulate a man and to get into you, m- male friend to being your boyfriend. I would I would tell you because I would have done it already. <laughs> because honestly, like I would much rather any of my friend, like any of my relationships come from friendship than come from like a dating app or like a random date. Like I would much rather have a relationship that's based off a friendship. And most, most of the guys that I am still friends with that I have dated, we are friends because it came from a friendship. Like the actor and I were friends. We weren't close, but we were friends. And there was a point where I had zero platonic feelings for him. He had zero platonic feelings for me. He acknowledged that he was, I was attractive. And so when him and his girlfriend broke up, he was like, I still view this woman as very attractive. And I think she's super talented. Let me ask her out on a date and get to know her more because I'm already kind of initially attracted to her. There wasn't that, like that heavy feelings. I know that he was attractive and a very great actor. And that was one reason why I was interested in going on a date with him because I was like, well, we both are attracted to each other physically and intellectually. Let's see what else we can get out of this. And that's why I respect him still and the fact that he respected me as a person and he respected our friendship more than letting whatever fucking shit he's trying to work through right now as far as like his relationship trauma affect what could happen because here's the thing I think you yeah we fully support dating your friends we've had a whole entire episode about dating friends and I think it's great but it takes a very mature person to step back, examine that relationship from a third view, and think, I'm not ready. I don't want to lose this person. I'd rather just be friends with them. Go for the pain of seeing them date somebody else. Because that's the hardest thing when you're friends with somebody that you're in love with. Then us dating, it blowing up in our face, and then I lose them forever. Mm-hmm. And then putting them through so much shit because I don't have my shit together. That takes a very mature person. And for the actor who was only 22 years old, I just want to preface that. He was only 22 years old. Yeah. For him to say it to me was one reason why I also wanted to be friends with him. Because I was like, wow, I respect the fuck out of you mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah. Now, sure. he also could have just like been an asshole and like used me. We will never know. I want to go with the fact that he's mature. <laughs> we're we're going to give him the benefit of the doubt this time. Yes. Yes, yes. I hate hating people. Actually, that's a lie. <laughs> it takes a lot of energy, a lot of negative energy it that, I, that I it don't does. have. I don't have time. I don't have time. Exactly. So, so like like we've said, there's a huge difference between the friend zone and actual genuine friendship. So let's say you like your friend as more than just a friend and you communicate that to them. If they don't feel the same way, it can be a situation where you both aren't clear about feelings or expectations. Sure, you may not be as close as you were before, but you're cool or you actually do stay as close. Either way, there's no manipulation. It's handled with respect and honesty. Now let's take that same exact scenario, but this time you're really upset and butthurt because the other person doesn't feel the same way. You may or may not have communicated how you feel, so either you expect they'll return your feelings or you're waiting around to see if they'll all of a sudden be into you. You may feel like they led you on. This is normally where people start to use that friend zone language. It's like the classic expectations versus reality moment from the 500 days of summer. Yeah. I always think of that one because I will say like when the college boy did not reciprocate my feelings that I had for him, I always said he was the summer to my Tom. Mm-hmm. But that was the thing. And there's one poignant quote that baby Chloe Grace Moretz says in that film. And it's, just because someone likes the same weird shit as you do does not mean that person is your soulmate. Yep. And that was something that I was like, wow. Because I thought he was. I thought he was. 
and I was just like, yeah, just because this homeboy light's going to open houses like I do doesn't mean that he's my soulmate. You thought he was your soulmate because you guys like open houses? And we both like the Avid Brothers and like... I was 19. I know. I know. We were babies. We were babies when all this happened. It's fine. We I also both, thought the doctor we were was both, my soulmate. We were both 19 when we got friend zoned. Wow. I would just like to point that out. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. 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 That last year of teenage years just really Gosh. hit you like that. We, just, <laughs> we needed to grow up real fast. <laughs> I also got, I mean, like, I also thought the doctor was my soulmate because he liked literature and. Ralph Ralph Waldo Emerson and he also loved Hamilton and he also loved space and then I realized he's just a pretentious asshole. I feel like I've thought everyone's my soulmate. Soulmate, like let's let's just be real. (laughs) We all have we all have so many soulmates, but let's be real. My only soulmate is Hannah. (laughs) Oh, I yeah. You're not going to return the sentiment. You're my soulmate too. Okay, thank you. (laughs) My response was, oh yeah. felt cool when there's a sense of being slighted you're not in the friend zone you're probably just not fucking friends let's be real when you're legitimately friends with someone it's not a zone you move in and out of you're truly present for the other person you want what is best for them and you want them to be happy even if it's not with you mm-hmm. you that's something that I had to really accept. And I think that's what true love is as well, too. You want this person to be happy no matter what. I think that with the college boy, did it hurt seeing him with other girls afterwards? Absolutely. But then I realized all I ever wanted for him was to be happy. And if that means he's not happy with me, then so be it. Mm-hmm. It's I, I. That's all I ever wanted for him. Still to this day, he's the only one of the only people i can look at besides the actor but i wasn't in love with the actor so that's another reason why too i'm sure if i got to the point where i was in love with him i i probably would still feel the same because i respect him so much as a person but with the college boy i was just like i love you so much that all i want for you is to be happy and if this other girl makes you that way then so be it Mm -hmm. as long as you as long as she treats you well and treats you with respect, that's all I could ever want. And I, I think it's the same with friends. I mean, no matter what friends I had, there's friends that I do not, I'm not friends with anymore. And no matter what happened, except for the bitch, the bridezilla, like, she can do whatever she wants. I don't care if she's happy or not. It's fine. But like everybody else, I'm just like, as long as you're happy, like, I don't care what I, I as long as you're being treated right mm-hmm. and with respect, that's all I could ever want. You want the same things for yourself, honestly, which means that you support healthy boundaries for the friendship as a whole. Yeah. Point blank. Yeah. I feel like you can probably say the same about like the two guys that you were friends with that oh, you yeah. had those mixed feelings with. What else do you feel like are boundaries for having a healthy friendship between the two sexes besides not letting them sleep in your bed? Yeah, that's definitely. And def- leave them on. Yeah. Besides leading them on. I know. I was going to say don't lead them on. Don't Especially flirt. if you're aware of their feelings. If yeah. you're if you're If you're unaware, then... That's I mean, we're one both natural, thing. We're both natural flirts. But like when you're aware and then you choose to flirt and you choose to text them all the time and you choose to kind of toy with their emotions, I think that's where 
you probably need to draw the line. And like if you would, if there's a certain way you would not act in public, you definitely shouldn't do it in private. Yes. Because I will say, with the college boy and I, I'll never forget one of my good friends who listens to this episode, listen to the show. She, the night she met me and him, I was at a, my semi formal. I was not in a sorority. I want to clarify that. I was in a dance company. It was like a sorority because there was 100 girls in it. But um, we were in a semi formal my sophomore year, my first year at this college. And. She was like, oh, like I had asked the college boy after we had already kissed and everything. Like I had still asked him to be my date because we were just going as friends and we had strictly said we just want to be friends at this point. And I asked him to be my date and she's like, oh, are you two dating? And I was like, oh, no, we're just friends. And at the same time, he's like, no, 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 no. It's strictly platonic. And I'm like motherfucker your tongue was down my throat a couple weeks ago what the fuck you mean platonic <laughs> like you've definitely said things to me that mm, no like i'll never forget i was telling our friend who was questioning whether or not if her guy friend was like in love with her or not i was like here's how like fucked up it can be if you're like you could think a guy's in love with you and he's not in love with you at all like the college boy the first time we kissed we're sitting on my couch let me paint another picture for you <laughs> we're sitting on my couch tom petty record players play in the background you hear the crackling of the record oh my god <laughs> there's candles drawn on get the on with table. it <laughs> Planet Earth's playing in the background. Penguins are making love. Can I just say, side note, if you ever watch Planet Earth, put some rap music behind it. That's all I have to say. (laughs) It is the funniest thing. Oh, my God. We're sitting on my couch. My roommate's out of town this weekend. And we're, like, shoulder to shoulder. And I just see him look at me. And we're looking at each other. Our noses are touching. That's how close we are. And... It, what felt like 20 minutes it was probably like five and we're just staring at each other's other's eyes he's like caressing my face with his thumb and i'm oh my just god like, oh my god are, are we about to kiss right now <laughs> and he's like looking into my eyes and he's just like you make me so nervous and i was just like who me <laughs> place i want to be right now <laughs> i'm sorry this is so cheesy and i was just like if this man doesn't kiss me everything nicholas sparks has ever told me is a bold-faced lie yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it felt like time froze and i was in my own version of the notebook and this man i shit you not if you've seen the holiday you know exactly what kiss I'm talking about. It's the kiss that Jude Law does to Cameron Diaz when they first kiss. Yep. Homeboy kisses my forehead, both of my eyes, like my eyelids, my nose, and then my lips. It is the most romantic kiss I have ever gotten in my entire life. No man's ever kissed me the same way. I was just like, oh my God, is this true love? Oh my God. <laughs> Motherfucker came over the next day. The next day, he kissed me goodbye. Also, I want to include that, too. I'm sorry. Kisses goodbye. That means you love me. I'm sorry. You don't kiss a girl goodbye unless you love her. Point blank. He kissed my forehead, my nose, and my lips goodbye, and then trembled off into the night to his apartment across the street. 
the next day this man comes over and's like, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Um, I think we should just stay friends. And I'm like, I was like, cool, cool, solid, cool. He's like, you good? I'm like, I'm Gucci, baby. What the fuck is up? And then like he gives me a bro hug. I fold on like, like you know, like guys do like with the hand, yeah. the hand, and then bring you it in and like pat you on the back. Shit. I was like. I feel used. I feel so used and abused. He leaves. I go to my apartment. I, I, I go back to my bedroom, and I hear my roommate open the door. She's like, Emily? And I'm just like, <laughs> I start bawling. And I'm just like, those are non-healthy boundaries, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. If you're just friends with the person, don't make them think that you are Jude Law and Cameron Diaz in the holiday. That's not healthy. No. That's all I have to say about that. I, f- I feel like that really covers it, though. Like, honestly, like, just don't lead them on. Just don't lead them on. If you're not, if you're not, but if you, like, if you're unsure, that's one thing. But if you know that there's nothing going to come of it, just don't lead them on. Don't go to them for, like, rem- or, like relationship advice. Like, there are some guys I will go to about that kind of stuff. But if I know, like, the baseball dude who, there's a guy who was a baseball player that was, like, in love with me in grad school you know who i'm talking about mm-hmm. he was like a bro he would be a guy that i would normally go to for like guy advice and everything but then i found out he had a crush on me and i was like well i'm just never going to talk to him about that kind of stuff ever again because that's just mean yeah. and so it's like i found other guys who were in relationships those are the guys you go to for relationship advice you go to your male friends who were already in a healthy relationship because they know what the fuck they're actually talking about don't go to a single man (laughs) and ask him for relationship (laughs) advice that's the worst thing you could do first thing you could do to go for advice about men is go to your mom and us and <laughs> literally hit us up in our dms like we'll we'll try to help you out like go to anybody else before you go to a straight man a single straight man do not do that and so like i i wouldn't talk about like your relationship pursuits stuff like that i wouldn't talk about like your sex life like if you're hooking up with people like don't tell them about your exploratory experiences or anything like that like i have gone up to guys before who were married i attract men who are in relationships i'm now realizing this i was in austin texas and there was a guy who was married who was in a group talking to us and we're talking about stories like the dating stories and i'm going on these like wild tangents i'm telling some of my favorite stories like the bachelorette story all these like great stories and i know this dude is married and so i'm not hitting on him i'm am i looking fine Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> but like at the end of the night it's cold and like he puts his arm around me and is like getting close to me and like everybody in my group is like dude like this dude is straight up like like getting really close to Emily and I'm like mm-hmm. I mean I'm cold so I'm not going to like deny <laughs> like the woman's face. But like it was really weird and I'm just like okay yeah i think like establishing boundaries like that like with your male friends especially like even if they are not attracted to you like maybe just not talking about your deep intimate dating relationships and stuff like that with those kind of people because you don't want to give the wrong impression and i don't know i've always found it to be dangerous waters for me yes (laughs) very Shark infested. (laughs) Very. (laughs) Men are sharks. Tell you that right now. (laughs) But there are some other questions that I wanted to bring up when it came 
to male-female relationships. So you can speak more to this than I can. How do you feel about your partner having friends of the opposite sex? Hmm. No and yes. Um, Okay. No if it's like a friendship where they like hang out one-on-one. Okay, fair enough. But if it's like... Like, I feel like, okay, I feel like for me and my boyfriend, like, we both have friends of the opposite sex, but we don't necessarily hang out with them unless there's somebody else there. Like, um, so, so I'm friends with a couple people, but the one I'm thinking about is actually a married man. He's married to my best friend. Yeah. Um, so like we hang out all the time, us three. Yeah. And that doesn't bother him. And then most of the time, any girl that he hangs out with, it's either like a friend of a friend or like Mm -hmm. somebody that's dating one of his friends. I feel like, I feel like too, once you get older and once you get in more serious relationships, your friends of the opposite sex end up being people that are either friends of your significant other or Mm -hmm. like, like I said, like married to your friend or dating your friend. Um, I feel like at least for me, like most of my guy friends that I had that I would hang out with like one-on-one or would hang out in a small group, that was more like my college days. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't really feel, I feel like as you get older, like I said, and you have these more like, you pick and choose who really matters in your life and who you actually have time for. And I think for me, like it doesn't bother me. But I would feel weird if he was like, I'm going to go hang out with Susie at the coffee shop for seven yeah, hours, yeah. you know? Yeah. So um, I think it could go either way. I think it also yeah. just depends on how much you trust your partner. Honestly, yeah. Um, it really, really just comes down to trust and communication. So. Yeah. I mean, most of my guy friends that I have, I have came from like work experience so like they were writers with me mm-hmm. they were in a writer's group with me or they were in grad school with me and so like there's that commonality where like if we're hanging out we're mainly probably talking about probably working <laughs> writing like we're talking about writing we're talking about film we're talking about things like that i know i do have guy friends who are actors i do have guy friends who are also in film and so like the, 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 honestly most of my guy friends are in the same industry as me and so rarely am i talking to them about like Hey, can I get your opinion on this? Blah, 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 blah. Mostly because I know if they hit me. If one, here's another thing too. Like the actor who, like I've said this before, like he hit me up randomly on Super Bowl Sunday, and I was like, "You randomly hit me up out of nowhere, and we it's saying about a film. You, you you're into me, like you want, like okay, like you you like me. When's the date? Like when's the first date? I know you're gonna ask me on the date. When's the first date? Kind of thing, or like they were friends, like the actor's best friend. Like he's a really good friend of mine. We became really good friends, but we don't ever sit there have long texting conversations, mm-hmm. hang out, that kind of stuff. We're hanging out. We're talking about film. We're talking about acting. We're talking about projects. Or like we're. I mean, I've hung out with them two together, but that was the thing. Like I was dating the actor at the time, mm-hmm. and so like they were friends. I still would be his friend, but like I don't know, and. I would never go there or anything like that. I don't think he would go there because I did date the actor. So, like, there's, there's all these lines that you don't want to cross. And I'm trying to think, like, most of my... I don't have many guy friends now because yeah. we've, I've dated them. We've crossed that line or something like that. And so, like, most of the guys... if like I, That's why I always invite you, like, when you're hanging out. Like, I invite your boyfriend to come out sometimes because mm-hmm. I'm like bring the guys along and I feel sorry sometimes because I'm like I don't have any guy friends <laughs> for him to hang out with <laughs> but like he doesn't like you know what I mean like he doesn't care and I think that like speaks that like speaks to it though like especially for me like I'm in a fe- I'm in a work field of women I mean yeah there's a couple 
there's your random male speech language pathologist, but like, I'm not, I, the only time I interact with guy friends are as if like I'm hanging out with you and your film friends or like I'm hanging out with my boyfriend and his friends. Um, yeah. I don't really have as many guy friends as I used to. And like I said, I kind of pick and choose where I want to give my time. Um, and that's not it. So yeah. also like one thing that I think is so interesting is you never really hear about when girl, and I will say, I take that back. I was going to say, you never really hear about girls complaining, like, about guys being like, don't hang out, like, with those guys. Because a lot of the time you'll hear about girls telling their boyfriends, don't, please don't hang out with those girls. Mm-hmm. Like, don't hang out with that girl who's your friend. And then, like, and then being like, you can't tell me I can't be friends with my female friends. Like, you don't, you don't really hear the opposite side of that, but I also have been in a relationship where my first relationship ever was. The, both of my high school relationships, the guys were extremely jealous of me being friends with other guys. And, like... Were they jealous for right reasons? Probably because those guys like that they didn't want to be friends with did like me, but they also did not trust me. And then it became a very controlling situation, especially the first one. It was like you were not allowed to hang out with anybody um, that is of the male species uh, besides me. And I was like, fuck you. You can't tell me what to do. You don't own me. Mm-hmm. We are not married. Even then, you cannot tell me I can't be friends with somebody. Right, you should yeah. just trust me. However, and a lot of it comes from jealousy, I think. Now, I will say that I do think there are rare times where I've never told a guy he cannot be friends with a girl, but I do know when a girl likes a guy that I'm dating. And I don't know if that first relationship, the same guy, I've tried to tell him I didn't like him hanging out with this one girl. And he's like, you fucking can't tell me to hang out with. I'm like, oh, but you can tell me who I can hang out with. Cool. But he was like, he really, really, really wanted me to be, to be friends with his best friend, his best female friend. And I was like, I don't like her. She's boring. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be friends with her. I hate her. They like a ba- they went we all went to the mall one time. Me, him, her, and her boyfriend all went to the mall. My bitch ass wanted to go to Sephora. <laughs> of course. <laughs> they abandoned me. They left and I, I just couldn't drive at the time. I was still fifteen. But they, they left abandoned- you at the mall? Oh, yes, I remember remember this. They went off somewhere. My mom was still working at the mall. And so I went to my mom's store and found her and was crying. I was like, they left me. I don't know where they're at. And he called me and be like, where the fuck are you? And I'm like, I'm like with my mom right now. Like, I'm calling my dad to come fucking pick me up because I don't want to be with you right now. Because you just fucking abandoned me at the mall. Yeah. Like, they were still in the mall, but I'm like, you just left me. Like, you are being a bitch ass because I wanted to go shop. For me, for once, you want to go to fucking Spencer's and Hot Topic. Ooh. Oh, my God. Ew. Do you remember those days? Ugh. Yes. <laughs> but, like, and then I was, like, I, I just had this instinctual feeling. I was, like, they are supposed to be together. Him and that girl. They they are soulmates. And now they're fucking married. Wow. But I always, I've always, I've had so many of my guy friends, their girlfriends being, like, I don't like it that you're friends with these girls. A lot of them didn't like that they were friends with me. And because I think a lot of them thought that I was hitting on them. I was the opposite way. I was never hitting on them. They were always hitting on me. I've had so many of my guy friends who have been in relationships, like I said, like hit on me or like kiss me or actively like try to pursue me while they're in a relationship. And I'm like, bro, what part of me gives up the vibe that I'm a whore? Because like, yeah, fair enough. But like, I'm not Yeah, like I, I'm not a home wrecker. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not going to go there. Yeah, like that's just not me, I and mean, I don't know what a part of me gives off that vibe. But there, I've had to ruin so many friendships because of that. My parents have full on seen me fight with these guys in front of them. Like I had a full on fight with one of them in front of my fucking parents, like over this. 
Like, it was ridiculous. And I'm just like, you just don't know boundaries. Like, you were just so toxic. And all these men are now in happy, healthy relationships. And I'm like, fuck you. Why are you the one that gets to be happy and in a healthy relationship? And I, meanwhile, fucking single. I'm not miserable, but, like, damn it. I would like to be in a healthy relationship for once, man. I'm sorry. That's my tangent. Like I said, L.A., baby. L.A. L.A., L.A., Baby, Baby. <laughs> Jonas Brothers, come on the podcast. Okay, but like, oh my god, the dream. <sighs> okay, but like, what do you think about a guy who has no female friends? Hmm. I don't know any like that. I don't. I don't either. But like, if you met a guy who had no, say you're single. Okay. You met a guy who, and he has no female friends. I, I would think like would probably I, be like a little bit of a red flag. I'd be suspicious because I'd be like. You either only view women as sexual mm-hmm. and like, and like you just don't trust yourself around women to be just platonic. And that gives me major douchebag, creepy vibes. That makes like, me probably not want to go there. <laughs> it gives me Chad, Chad vibes. It gives me major Chad vibes. <laughs> Poor anybody that's named Chad, honestly. <laughs> Honestly, if your name is Chad, like, you probably are a douchebag. You're probably a pike. And, like... <laughs> Pikes. Oh, my gosh. This has been, like, a throwback episode. I really hope you guys are enjoying all the sorority um, throwbacks real quick. If, yeah, if I met a guy who had, like, no female friends, I'd be severely worried. But if I met a... But I think it's interesting because if I meet a guy who has a lot of female friends, I'm also a little worried. <laughs> I need somebody who has like one, one or two or two, and then they're like somehow and dating their friend. <laughs> they're like in a relationship. They like don't so need to be single. Want, I don't want, want them to be single. Be single. <laughs> like that's the thing. Like, but like, but I, I say that. But in all honesty, like it, in in the in previous relationships, yes, I would be. I would have an issue with it because trust. In my current relationship. I 100%, like 120,000% trust him. So I think, like I said, I think it really depends on your level of trust and the person that you're with. I mean, like the doctor lived with a girl. Yeah. She was, she was gay. She was, she was a straight up, she was full on lesbian. So like, I, I no, I'm sorry. She was bisexual. I think either way, I was not worried because they were both doctors. It was like him, this, uh, other guy who I think was gay and then um that one girl and I love the girl she me her vibed I was gonna hook her up with one of my friends mm-hmm. like we got along great and he had a lot of friends who were females because they were all like doctors that's what and, I was gonna say his pro- profession can yeah. go either way honestly yeah so. and all the girls like that was a thing if a guy has a lot of friends that are girls they usually all love me that's what I was gonna say too yeah. That's how like, it's been in my experience with my relationship. So. All his female friends adored me. And I bet I really want to know if they like up, were upset that when we I broke up because two of them were named Emily and like we like we're going to start a cult. <laughs> of course you were. And, like, <laughs> like we like we were like she, like I remember one of them like the last time I saw them like she was like oh my god like please like add me on Instagram. Give me Aww. your number. Like, I want us to hang out. Like, I, we were both redheads, and, like, we just vibed. And, like, I was just, like, I really loved her. I thought she was really freaking cool. And then we had to break up, and I was, like, that means I kind of break up with them. Yeah. Yeah. 
That sucks. I hate that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's almost like I'm like part of me like would rather you not have female friends and like I don't get attached to them. But at the same time, like I love it when they do have female friends because I, I don't feel so mm-hmm. alone when I meet like and I'm surrounded by all these men mm-hmm. and it's just me and I'm just like I rather the guys either have girlfriends that I can be friends with or like him be friends with girls. Right. Um, right. And like I tend to. I do tend to date more feminine men, especially compared to you, especially. I feel like a lot of the guys I date are a lot more feminine because of they're always artistic. They're in the arts. Mm-hmm. So like the actor, the actor was definitely more in touch with his feminine side for sure. I mean, he is an actor. He has to be, but his profession, I mean, like he's surrounded by women. And so all his female friends, majority, the ones that I met, at least the ones that I knew, I knew he had female friends from back home, but I think they were also like actors as well. But I mean, majority of them like, were a lot of them were female and I never worried about anything one we were together together but like I was just like oh like I know like he's never gonna like be with them because he like respects him so much and their profession they work together and all this kind of stuff and dating an actor and dating an actor when you're an actor dating another actor that you he work with like it gets so complicated it's one reason why like when I was acting I and even in film I don't really love dating other people who are in film or actors because like we do work together so frequently and then like if you break up it gets really messy but at the same time like I know I say I love dating musicians I love love dating actors yeah and if I could just exclusively it's that's like what I said a long time ago um I so saw in high school I dated an actor and after that I said I'm no longer dating actors like it's too messy when we break up and we have to act together in plays and films and stuff it just gets too messy but I love dating actors because like it's a part of myself that I don't really get to connect on another level with with anybody else with musician like there's not really we're just connecting on similar music and I admire their talent with I'm dating somebody who's in film it's like yeah like that's so much like my job my career that like we're I'm still talking about my career and my job and Mm -hmm. I don't want to always talk about my job I don't act as much anymore and that's so much of who I rooted have rooted myself in as being an actor because it's what I grew up wanting to do it's what I've been trained in and it's just another extension of me that I don't get to connect with often and so when I date another actor I just thoroughly enjoy it so much more yeah and so dating the actor has made me realize how much I want to date more actors and so moving to LA LA. again like I said (laughs) LA baby every single time I just said actor as well please (laughs) turn it into a drinking (laughs) podcast it's fine we need to do one episode. I'm just saying. Oh, my God. Uh, an episode of us drunk? Yeah. Oh, I'm so down for that. I mean, <laughs> bad we, Hannah. Bad bad. <laughs> we need to have a guest on for that episode. Let us know who you want us to do a drunk episode with. I also really, like, low-key, we've had so many characters within my dating life, especially. Yes. We, one, we got to do an episode with your boyfriend. Yes, he's an insightful. He's an insightful man. Seriously. So, if you guys want us to do an episode with Hannah's boyfriend, please hit us up in the DMs. If there's any character from my stories, so the actor, the college boy, not the doctor. Yeah, the, the doctor's doctor, not. He's not nope, a thing. Nope. Um, nor is the musician. Nope. Uh, so you have two choices. <laughs> you have the college boy and the actor. If there's any other man on that I've mentioned that I don't remember, hit me up in the DMs and I will see if I can get them on the podcast. I think it'd be so entertaining. Yeah, I'm I'm literally here for this. <laughs> and, and seriously, if there's anyone else that you like, you're like, oh, that'd we be a really cool guest. Like, we definitely want to have more guests. We have a couple in mind. We just have to kind of yes. 
get things rolling on that. With quarantine going on and everything, it's been a really hard to kind of yeah work we, out ways. We to were able guess. to kind of test out our first guest, and it re- went really well. Um, yeah, with our enneagram. If we could get JC and Chelsea from what we said, <gasps> y'all, I think I would actually die. Or Danielle and Brooke from Gals Literally, on the Go. JC and Chelsea, if you're listening, Danielle, Danielle and Brooke. If you're listening. Scout and Maddie from Scout OKCIS. and Maddie. I mean, I think we should just like reach out to them. I honestly think we should just DM them. Let's like, just hey, do it. Let's just do hey. it. Hey. We could. I mean, like we could talk. At this you can- point, I'll have Alexandra Cooper from Call Her Daddy on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> She probably would do it. Not even gonna lie, <laughs> she, she'd be so entertaining. I'm like, just take it away. I'm just gonna take like. We just need to ask her like two questions, and then she would just be like, go on a tangent. Yes, I'm like, take it away, sis. Please, <laughs> just go for it, please. <laughs> I mean, there's so many people we'd love to have on this. Um, so we really want to go into more guests come in the future episodes. So please let us know if there's anybody you would love to hear from us. We would love to have them on the podcast for sure. Yeah, and if and if there's any topics that you guys really want us to cover, I know we still have codependency flying around. We will get I know. there. We will I get there. I have a whole fuckboy attic rehab episode that I am working on. <laughs> She's got the whole rehab going on. So if there's anything else <laughs> for the episode, not just in general, okay? Let me clarify. But if there's any other... I'm starting t- a whole ab rehab center for um, fuckboy addicts. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, no, seriously, y'all. I'm 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 to the point where I'm creating an infomercial that I want to make for it. Like I'm dead serious about we've that. We've taken it to the next level. It is fine. <laughs> but if there's any topics you want to hear, let us know. DM us at the Gals Guide Pod on Instagram. Hit us up on our email. Hello yep. at the Gals Guide Pod dot com. Our personal socials. What's yours again? Emily Elise. <laughs> Emily A L E E C E. And mine's Hannah Nicole Adams. My entire since we're probably name. shadow banned on uh, Twitter, <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. So I guess for our survival tip this week is while we argue very much against it, we do think that there's a possibility for you guys to be friends, um, platonically male and female. But I definitely think that you have to establish boundaries going forth with it and being respectful of each other's feelings if the other person does have feelings for you ultimately i agree 100 percent. and so that does it for today's episode of the gals guide make sure to follow us on instagram at the gals guide pod also like us on facebook at the gals guide and become a gal scout in our facebook community you can also hit us up on our website the and our personal social media which will be linked in the show notes also please leave us a review on itunes it really does help us out so thanks for listening gals and we hope you come back for our next journey What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.